Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. And I'm Tara. Hi, Jill. Hi. How are you? It's been a while. We took a little hiatus, if you will. A little hiatus, yes. I um, I was away for a little bit for a few days for our 20th anniversary. And I have to tell you, Tara, that <clears throat> um, the place we went to was amazing. And maybe we'll talk about it another time. But they had uh, an espresso coffee machine in the room. It was actually a glamping tent. So, um, and then this, I have an espresso at home and it's like super high octane, fancy, like it's connected to my phone. Lord knows why, but it's super fancy. And the one in this hotel room was pretty basic, but uses the same size like capsules. And I have to tell you the coffee that came out of that machine at the resort was amazing. And I come back here. I'm like, how is it possible that the coffee coming out of this, like, you know, pretty basic machine is so much better than the coffee coming out of my machine. I don't know if you ever find this with appliances in your household, but I am in like a daily fight with my coffee machine and the blinking lights. It only has one light and it blink. It just blinks for no reason with different patterns of blinking. Sometimes it's orange, sometimes it's white. It just blinks and I try to, I literally, try, I'm, I'm like decoding it every single day. Do you ever feel like you're like in a fight with an appliance? Well, let's back up for a minute. I think the reason why your coffee tasted so good is because, <clears throat> excuse me, number one, you're on vacation. Number two, you're not with your children and I love your children, but it is like probably the most enjoyable cup of coffee you could actually ever have. And things always taste better on vacation. That's so true. It like just being able to sit down and enjoy a full cup of coffee before it gets freezing cold. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, it's just when you make things out, when you get things outside of the house, they always taste better than in the house. The That's appliance true. issue I don't really have a problem with, although for some <laughs> reason I cannot we cannot get good pans. Like our pans burn. It we <sighs> We could spend like a gazillion dollars on a fan and they just- Oh my God. You have a, you know, or you have a a suggestion. So I had the same thing. I mean, I keep buying these pans and I shouldn't say that. The last pan I really bought was like an Emerald kitchen pan from Amazon in like 2010 or something. But I just recently got, I decided, screw it. I'm getting rid of all of my pans that don't really work and burn and whatever and I got the green pan. You've probably seen it or heard yeah. of it. Oh yeah. my God. It is amazing. Like, and it stays clean. So it's like, yeah. it's not grody. It's, and it is so, I have three of them and there's, I'm staring at one right now. They're so good. Yeah. We need that because um, now the kids are cooking so much more too, that you want to be able to like get the pan clean. And I feel like when it's a bad pan, it just never gets clean. You know what I mean? Right. And I want eggs tasting like pasta. Like Exactly. exactly. Like not what I want. Now, I'm very protective over these pans. So I, I'm like a hawk in the kitchen. So if Eva is like washing the pan, I'm like making sure that she's using like a soft thing. And then if she's cooking with the pan, I literally have to hide like any metal instrument. I don't, I think you can use metal on them. I'm just scared. they're not cheap like it's really not cheap but it's worth the investment I think it's worth it because in the end you those other pans you end up throwing out I mean you don't really it takes a while but in the end you're just throwing them out because they suck true true 
So Tara, today I think we wanted to chat a little bit about um, starting a job search because I know people who are putting themselves out there and just have decided to change careers or change jobs and they are starting a search, which is probably one of the hardest things I think to do. What do you think? I think it's a very difficult thing to do. I, you know, when I was a therapist and I knew that that was not what I wanted to do and I knew that I wanted to be a stylist, but I didn't know how to get to that place. And when I would think about having a resume or writing, I mean, that right there threw me over the edge. Like that piece alone. And now I don't even know. Like, do you have resumes? What is that? Yeah, so you do. You do have resumes. (laughs) No, I don't mean, but it's got to be like on a website. Don't you have to have like a website? I feel like there's like all these different things. No, I think it's still pretty traditional. I mean, you should update your LinkedIn. Like your it, it, so that's the hardest part is just to get started. And so that I think to me, updating your resume, updating your LinkedIn profile, those are like e- no, they're not easy, but they're things that feel like pretty big accomplishments that you can do in like the space of a day if you just sat down and focused on it. But why is it so hard to do? Like I've updated my resume in the past and it's so hard to do it. I think part of it for me is that I have to like go back and remember everything I did for my last job and like all the accomplishments and how do I quantify it and make it seem, make it, you know, showcase how much I did. And so I know one of the things when I used to run iRelaunch, we used to tell people like, keep track. If you're in your career now, keep track. And or even if you're not and you're you're out of work or you've stopped working, start if anything comes to mind, something that you did at a company or in a past position, like write it down. Keep track as much as you can. But what do you think, Tara? Why is it so hard just to like get started? It's so hard to get started because it's a tedious process. And also I think you gotta really know what you're going for. Like what kind of position is it that you're looking for? And you have to kind of make that resume speak to that position, right? Because it needs to be a story of why you should have that position or why that job is relevant to your experience. And that's just tedious. I mean, resumes are tedious. I don't even have one. I mean, if I had to write one, I'd call you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's also, you know, I don't think it should stand in your way. I, I feel like uh, like perfect is the enemy of done or whatever that whatever that saying is. I don't feel like you should let it stand in your way. If you don't know exactly what you want to do, I don't think that should stand in your way of updating your resume, updating your LinkedIn, and just starting to look at positions, maybe networking with people on a very kind of low risk basis. Because I think that if you, you're just going to get stuck. If you don't know what you're going to do and you are kind of obsessing about not knowing, you're not going to really find out what you want to do unless you start putting yourself out there, looking at potential jobs and having some reaction to those, right? Because some positions you might read, like I might think I want to go do a strategy job and I might read the job description and be like, oh my God, I I can't, that's just so boring. I can't do that. I can do it, but I, I don't want to do it. Um, the other thing I would say is if you can, so sorry, I have the worst allergies. I'm trying to not (laughs) cough and I was looking for the mute, but I can't find it. Okay. No, No, I I have the same, I, you have really bad allergies. 
bless you. Thank you. I, my eyes, I woke up on Saturday morning and my eyes were like bright red. I was, they were so itchy. And so finally I um, took Allegra this morning. Sean gave me some Allegra. So I'll see if that works. Um, anyways, I think if you can afford, if you don't know what you want to do, if you can afford it, or even if you, there are low cost resources for this, get some advice, like get some career advice from a coach. If you can't coach can help you sort of figure out what you want to do. Um, there are uh, great, there are great organizations like, um, Jewish vocational services, which does not only serve Jewish people. Um, but they have low cost or free resources that will help you with some sort of career guidance. So that's an important step to take too, like just figure out what you want to do, but don't let that stand in, in the way of kind of getting your, your papers in order. Well, I agree because once you start getting your papers in order, you feel like you have more direction, right? It's like you're, like you said, it's an accomplishment. Um, and then, so once you have that intact, what do you, so, and you're kind of searching out jobs. When do you start to re, like say, okay, this is the next step is setting up interviews if it sounds interesting? Yeah, I mean, I think the best, if you, I think you have to figure out what you want to do and maybe it's a couple things. It doesn't have to be just like one thing, um, but maybe you have two or three possible routes you could take. And then I would just start sort of surfing around looking at, possible jobs think about companies you admire go on their website look at the career section see what you can find but i don't think you're going to get a job that way like i think you the the my i have no data on this but my guess is that most people find jobs through networking through talking to um you know people they know and finding out about positions that maybe aren't even listed yet um and or just just getting into the company through someone you know uh so I think the first step is just like information gathering, just gather everything you can read through job descriptions, see what you're interested in. And then I would get on LinkedIn and try to find uh, contacts at the companies you're interested in, or even you can search by function and industry on LinkedIn. And so you can always, you want to be in marketing, you could just, you can put marketing in there and your geographic location if you want. Um, Also, there are a lot of, you know, jobs that are virtual now. So that's sort of good too. Yeah. Well, that's all really good advice. And um, if you have any other questions, let us know. Jill is a resume expert. (laughs) I am not. Absolutely not. (laughs) But if you do have any questions, let us know. Thank you. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.